Heyo, everybody, it's Nathan. It's 11 a.m. on the Eastern Seaboard, which means that it's time to start another exciting, interesting, fascinating, nutritious, no preservatives, nothing artificial, Bitmart AMA. I have a lot of people in the Twitter spaces today, and I'm trying to make sure that I get my list correct. I know we've got Ryan from Zebra Labs, and then we've got Cindy from Maxity, and then I believe we've also got Natasha from Charity Dow. Wow. Lots of projects here. Usually we're only doing one at a time. This is kind of a triple threat or double trouble, depending on how you look at it. And um, I know that Zebra Labs is collaborating with either Maxity or Charity. We're going to have to figure that out here. It's been a hectic week already so far, and it's only Tuesday. So, before we get that started, I've got some housekeeping here that we want to get through. And I know that we are giving away, if you're listening to this AMA, you're part of an exclusive group of people. You want to know about stuff before everybody else. You want to get the straight information straight from the source. We have 6,000 tokens from Maxity that we're giving away and 20 whitelists from Zebra Lab. And of course, if you've listened to these AMAs before, you know that the way to get those is to go to our Twitter account at Bitmart Exchange, retweet the Twitter Spaces link here that we have that you found this conversation at, tag three friends, and then go follow the respective projects that we are talking to on their Twitters. Um, I'm going to have to find that information for you. There's just too much to keep track of at the moment right now. And fill out the Google form that we have attached. But without further ado, Ryan, Natasha, Cindy, is everybody there? Yep, I'm here. Wow. Is Ryan here? Yes, I'm here as well. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Hey, Ryan. Uh, this is actually the first time that I've had more than one project um, on a Twitter Spaces AMA. So I just wanted to lay down some ground rules real quick. We only, unfortunately, actually have an hour to do this. Usually I could go on for however long that I wanted to. Um, and like I said, it's it's already been a kind of crazy hectic week for me. So I'm going into this very fresh. I used to I, I like to do a little bit more research on the guests that I have. Um, on Twitter Spaces AMAs, and I just unfortunately have not been able to do that. So in, in kind of the interest of time, in the interest of everybody learning, you're going to have to treat me just like a like a total listener. I'm going to come in totally fresh. Um, I have a little bit of information here, but I wanted to start out with Ryan, Cindy, Natasha. My understanding is that Zebra Labs, which I, I think is the main focus of this conversation, is collaborating with Maxity and um, Charity Dow. Is, is that correct? Have I gotten that all correct? Yes, that's right. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Then I think the natural start is, and um, Cindy Cindy and Natasha, you can jump in wherever you want to. Feel free to interrupt Ryan. Ryan, I'm, I'm giving them that power right now, okay? Um, Ryan, what is Zebra Labs, and why are we even here talking in this Twitter space? Absolutely. And uh, thank you, Nathan, for uh, hosting and uh, having me here. So um, Zebra Labs is a next-generation digital entertainment platform. It is co-founded by veterans in the uh, media, entertainment, and technology industry. And what we are trying to do here is uh, we are trying to push the envelope of digital entertainment by creating celebrity avatars and by bringing celebrities to the metaverse. Um, so our company is backed by also backed by SOSV. It's a, um, a leading global venture capital and investment management firm with over billions of dollars AUM. 
Okay, interesting. Um, does that once again? I'll I'll just ask really quick. How does this relate back to Maxity or Charity Dow? I still don't understand the connection here. Absolutely. So you know, we are collaborating with a lot of uh, celebrities to create celebrity avatars and to you know figure out a strategy to bring celebrities to the metaverse, right? And uh, one thing that um, our uh, our collaborating celebrities are very interested in is what kind of social impact and what kind of um, um, what kind of uh, you know positive influence can they bring to the community through this uh, this metaverse launch, right? So you know, um, for Maxity and Charity Dow, um, this uh, they have been working um, with. A number of charities around the globe, and to build different partnerships, to build different awareness, and that kind of narrative naturally blend into you know what um, part of the value that we want to deliver to our um, to 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 the celebrities that we are working with. So you know that's a starting point of this conversation and this partnership. And uh, you know in the um, in the past few weeks, we've had a few conversations on you know which um, uh, which cele- uh, which celebrity we want to work with, which charity do we want to work with, and exactly you know what's the best format for us to move forward in- to form a uh, more formal type of partnership. Ah, okay. It all makes so much sense now. Okay, it all it all makes a lot more sense. Thank you for explaining that, Ryan. Cindy, mm-hmm. Natasha, so you're working with influencers, celebrities, people that are prominent, let's put that generalized term, and they're wanting to enter the metaverse, use NFTs, use this um, blockchain technology for all sorts of stuff. I'm interested, Cindy or Natasha, you can jump in, whoever, whoever is uh, more ready to go. What has your experience been with this like? And maybe, I don't know, what are your thoughts on celebrities getting involved in the metaverse, especially for good, for charitable purposes? Okay. Uh, um, let me jump in though. Um, I think that's a really good, you know, uh, approach for a celebrity, you know, joining the metaverse because right now the blockchain and the work-free technology are very like, you know, um, popular at the moment. And the reason why Maxi is focusing and the charity DAO is focusing on charity because um, we all know during pandemic there was a lot of, you know, charity is hard to raise money and stuff. Um, the reason why we came up with this project and the whole idea behind this project is to help the charity to raise money and but when it comes to influencers also it would be a good like you know for them to support like different charities and i think this is part of the social responsibility as well yeah i could see that i mean celebrities are are known for as they get bigger and bigger and bigger and they have all this yeah. money people it seems almost like a natural instinct where people are like we want you to have a lot of money but not too much money and the way that they um well, and also to people just naturally as humans want to give back to people once they have so much that they could never possibly you know, use within one lifetime. Yes, so I'm, correct. I'm interested, Cindy, why, um, why partner with Zebra Labs for some of this stuff? Why, what do you think makes Zebra Labs unique or what do you like about Zebra Labs? Um, what do we like about them? Um, oh, first of all um, – because when it comes to like um, charity, because you know, um, put it that way, because charity DAO is like our one of our partnership, not like a partnership, it's like we um, create charity DAO as well. And 
why we collaborate with CBLAB, um, first of all, we, we know Ryan <laughs> and we know the team. And I know they've been working really hard on the project. And because we know um, behind CBLAB, they have a strong background of like some influencers, some celebrities. And also from our end, because we have like, you know, a strong background with uh, like different charities and stuff across the world. And I think it would be a really good idea to combine them together. That's why we collaborate together. And we just want to build a strong community for like, you know, influencers and charity understood so, yeah. Un- understood yeah it's always good to know somebody when you're wanting to uh, do a project and it looks like here if yeah. i'm reading correctly that zebra labs nfts is the world's first nft collection based entirely on animated cg film so i want to ask ryan or have ryan explain zebra labs nfts what do you think makes them unique compared to Gosh, I, there must be millions of NFTs now, you know, even though they're only uh, a couple of years old at this point since Ethereum started the standard. Ryan, why why would a celebrity want to get involved in Zebra Lab NFTs instead of any of the other countless projects? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, um, Nathan, if you look into the core um, team and the background of Zebra Labs, we, um, what we are trying to do is that we work hand, um, uh, hand, hand in hand with celebrities on the creative process, right? So what does that mean? That means we are not creating our NFT collections first and then, you know, go out there, look for celebrity partnership. What we are doing is that uh, um, before we even start anything, right, we have a conversation with a celebrity and ask, hey, you know, what do you want to build in the metaverse what kind of impact do you want to achieve in the metaverse right how can we help you in this process so you know um i'll give you an example in um in our first collaboration we are um uh, collaborating with a uh, a pretty famous chinese pop star singer and also reality tv personality his name is Da Jiangwei, uh, 20 million plus fans and followers. Um, so we turned him into a, um, so from a 40 year old, uh, you know, middle aged man into a 18 year old um, um, type of boy in the metaverse. So, um, and also, you know, we make a lot of tweak here as well. So um, the original celebrity, he has a lot of talents, but he's not a dancer. But in the metaverse version of himself, we make him a dancer. <laughs> Starting from there, we build a, um, a uh, short film uh, talking about, you know, how he entered the metaverse and how he, you know, turned to be like the, um, uh, the new metaverse character. Right. So um, the NFT, the first NFT collection we are working on here is really um, a collection that's based on the first short film um, that is fully animated CG um, uh, type of short film that we have built. So it's in the uh, in the concept of the Zebra Metaverse. And we are bringing extracting elements from that short film as our NFTs. And um, the other thing I'd like to mention about our NFT collection is that, um, you know, it's um, um, what you are collecting here is actually um, think of a, um, a building block from or from a Lego set, right? Uh, think of it as a Lego piece. So you are collecting a Lego piece, but we are releasing different assembly instructions 
Um, just like you know the Lego assembly instructions, when you put together the pieces into a set, right? So you know, as our NFT collector, what you can do here is that you can work with other NFT owners to join different assembly instructions, so that you know by collaborating together, you have the opportunity. To assemble a new NFT, which is you know uh, a, a set, right? And uh, I, I think you know on our Twitter we have released a few uh, assembly instruction examples on different type of robots that's being assembled together. So you know in terms of this um, this utility is also one of the world first so far, um, at least from my perspective. I haven't seen any other NFT that uh, you know brings this type of value and uh, you know have this type of utility uh, to make it more playful and to make it more social as well. Yeah, wow, I've I've yeah. I've definitely never heard of that. Um, the Lego analogy is totally fascinating to me. I might have you re-explain that again just to make sure that I'm that I'm getting that correct. But so. If you collect some of these NFTs and others collect some of these NFTs, you can collaborate together to build an NFT that you could have only gotten by collaborating and being with people that had the separate parts, just like, well, Lego pieces. Is that, is that, a, is that a correct understanding of, of what I just heard? That is correct. And Nathan, just to give you a little bit more information, right? Since, you know, each of the uh, each of the pieces that you are collecting, right, each of the uh, original NFTs you are collecting is, um, you can think of it as one of the world's uh, one and only unique piece of, like, the Lego piece in this whole assembly. Um, so um, uh, whatever you are creating through this piece will be unique to you as well. Because let's say you have the word only purple sphere in this assembly, right? So every time when someone wants to build a, um, a new toy, let's say a new robot with a purple sphere as a body, they need to collaborate with you because you, you have the specific piece that they want to work on, they, they want to acquire. Right. So um, that means, you know, uh, uh, it's also a mechanism for different NFT owners to uh, start talking to each other, start, you know, um, knowing each other, start collaborating with each other in order to put together a assembly, the type of assembly that they want for um, uh, as a reward for, you know, participating in this uh, assembly instruction process. Yeah. So it's it's very like collaborative is the operative word, but it's also in a way kind of very playful. And that's not because of just the Lego analogy, but just because you're inherently having to cooperate on something that is interesting, artistic, fun. And, you know, we don't often get to do that a lot as adults. So that uh, in the digital space and in the metaverse space, kind of like the celebrity example that you just gave, where you can sort of, be maybe who you'd like to be or have the attributes you'd like to be, putting this aspect into there of having to collaborate, being able to make NFTs in this unique um, – and I believe you said it was a proprietary metaverse space. This is Zebra Club's – this is a Zebra Club's own metaverse. It's not somebody else's metaverse. 
Yes, it's uh, it's our own metaverse. Um, but uh, you know, down the road, we plan to make it uh, compatible with some of the major platforms, and uh, you know, also build a custom customized version of the Zebra metaverse. Uh, within different platforms like you know sandbox roblox you know all these uh, different platforms as well yeah so well so i was just going to continue with it it reminds me of other collaborative spaces i mean the one that comes to mind even though i don't play it and i'm not a player is is minecraft right where you have all these little things and sometimes people want to trade the little things and build the worlds and things like that ironically minecraft just banned nfts but that's neither here nor there (laughs) so so this is this is very interesting to to think about I, i do keep coming back to the lego analogy and um one i'd like to ask everybody here on the twitter spaces when is lego going to get their own metaverse doesn't it seem like lego was born to do the metaverse to have like a little lego metaverse and um we haven't heard from natasha we haven't heard from natasha yet she's been on this call she's been very talkative natasha I'd love to know <laughs> your thoughts on the Lego aspect, Zebra Labs, collaborating in the metaverse, celebrities, whatever you want to tell me. <laughs> Hi, it's so nice to be on the call. Yes, I have been quiet. Can I just make sure that you can hear me okay? Loud and clear, Natasha. Wonderful, wonderful. I have to say my input in the Lego world is going to be limited, um, but maybe I can kind of just move on in the conversation just to sort of explain a bit more about this partnership and also um, the kind of relationship between Charity Dow and Maxity and then how we kind of see the partnership with Zebra Labs. Um, so just to give a bit of background, uh, Charity Dow is um, a registered entity um, run as a Dow, a decentralized autonomous organization. And we are on the Maxity um, platform, which is an NFT marketplace focusing specifically on charities, as Cindy mentioned. Charity Dow um, produces designs and puts up NFTs. Uh, um, for sale um, within 24 hours, focusing on emergency uh, events that happen around the world. So um, some kind of humanitarian crisis, it might be um, a natural disaster, something along those lines. Um, and so these uh, NFTs that are posted on the Maxity, listed on the Maxity platform, um, all are sold for charity. So it's a new way for people um, to donate. Obviously, the way we've seen NFTs um, be purchased and and traded last year. Um, a lot of people have been looking at them for um, a type of investment. Um, and we kind of really want to change the way people donate to charity. So instead of donating via, um, you know, the kind of what we see as a traditional way of donating, um, let's say through um, a subscription, a monthly subscription, we want to use the NFT technology for people to donate in that way. And Maxity really has been instrumental in giving grassroots organizations around the world um, a completely new venue for uh, for fundraising, as Cindy mentioned as well. We now have about 70 uh, charities on our platform um, uh, representing the US, the UK, um, Malaysia, and a lot of countries in sub-Saharan Africa. As I mentioned, these are really grassroots organizations that have um, embraced this technology um, uh, in kind of wanting to fundraise. And I think that's where we see this partnership with um, Zebra Labs. Kind of, we saw a lot of, in 2021 um, uh, 
huge NFT sales eventually being donated to charity where there were celebrities involved. We kind of want to do it the other way around so that we have the cause, we have the charity, the grassroots organization um, on Max City on the platform, um, and then connect a celebrity that is interested in that type of cause um, through Zebra Labs. So just kind of closing the loop there um, in terms of how we see the, the kind of uh, future collaboration um, and between the three entities. I hope that kind of maybe clarified how we're how we're all um, connected. Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Natasha. That definitely did clarify it. It has actually kind of expanded upon a trend that I've noticed in the NFT universe, which I will call, for lack of a better phrase, purpose-driven NFTs. Um, I actually I do right. a daily news podcast for BitMart and things like that, and I noticed that on Friday there's a bunch of stuff for the Ukraine that people are making NFTs yes. in the Ukraine to help rebuild yeah. the national monuments. Um, and so I think that this is an interesting thing because – and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it's almost like an upgrade – from the silent auction model. And in case I know we have international listeners, they may not know what a silent auction is, but it's basically just where people are bidding on items. They're going to win the items and they're going to pay above market value for the items, but they're okay with it because they know that in a way they're donating to a charity, the money's going to a better cause. But there's just more of an incentive for people to do that when they know that they are getting something in return, whether it be a gift card, a physical object, whatever. In this case, it happens to be NFTs. And so you're you're talking to digital natives or people that are just getting into the digital space and say, hey, you've been interested in NFTs. Here's a way that you can get an NFT and your money will be going towards a cause that you will perhaps believe in or you want to support but didn't know the best way how. So it is a very interesting, as you say, Natasha, way to close the loop. And I think that the deal gets uh, only a little bit sweeter when you involve celebrities whose interests align with that. Is that all correct? That's, Did I get that? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's really that's really the angle that we're going for as well. Um, and as you mentioned, you might get, you know, a bracelet or a tote bag, a kind of physical item um, in exchange for what we call a traditional donation. So we see this way of donating using the NFT technology really as a digital equivalent of that, what you can use in the virtual world. And then, of course, eventually in the metaverse as well. And um, that's Last part is a bit more difficult for charities to wrap their heads around. I mean, um, charities are not known to be early adopters of technology, um, but we kind of really want to break that through. And I think also if you look at a region like sub-Saharan Africa, there are these huge technological leaps that we're seeing happen. Whole um, communities that have never had electricity and suddenly they have solar panels installed. Well, we see this very similar um, in this way where there are organizations that have really struggled for fundraising in the traditional sense and suddenly have a way in to the Web3 um, kind of NFT space and people being interested in donating this way. Then you bring in the celebrities and the kind of renowned artist side of things, and people can get these really valuable NFTs that are limited, that are really beautiful and you know, visually appealing and are linked to an artist or a celebrity whilst also supporting those grassroots um, uh, organizations and communities where 
these are organizations that otherwise just wouldn't have these kinds of opportunities and access to this kind of um, uh, fundraising. So it's really kind of using technology um, for something good and as an equalizer in a way. I mean, we have these huge international organizations that never really have to worry about funding in the same way. Um, whereas, you know, $2,000 for a small organization in rural Tanzania, for example, can make such a big difference. You don't have big admin costs, overhead fees. Rather, this is money that's going directly to um, the beneficiaries and the people that's meant to support. So um, that's really how we see um, using this technology and then, of course, pulling in the kind of added value of um, big artists and celebrities getting involved in this stuff. Absolutely. And it's kind of odd. We won't really go there uh, in this Twitter space with the um, the difference between technological adoption in developed countries versus developing countries. But it, it's it's kind of amazing when you see that, you know, people know how to use the Lightning Network in El Salvador or Tanzania. And here mm. I am in the USA and people still have no idea what the Lightning Network is. But they don't really need to know what it is because they've got a decent fiat currency that always works in a, in a good banking system. So in That's a way, right. yeah, so in a way, them adopting NFTs in sub-Saharan Africa or any of the places that you just mentioned, they get to leap by many decades and reap all of the benefits because they don't kind of have that that baggage of, of slowly progressing through technology and the traditional systems that they have to do. So in a way, it is, it's very beneficial to them to kind of end up in this, in this space. And this is an interesting way for NGOs, charities, and the like to to go in and help them immediately without, like I said, the kind of the baggage of having to do, having to progress through the, the traditional system. Right. Yeah. It's super exciting. So Ryan, I need to go back to you here. And of course, Cindy, anytime that you want to jump in, you just unmute yourself and you say, Nathan, I'd like to talk now. Um, Ryan, I know that Zebra Labs with these NFTs, there has to be um, some sort of utility to them. Not because um, not because I uh, am accusing you of anything, but because I know that everybody, when they create an NFT, even if it's digital art, the utility is, hey man, it looks great on your wall and you won't want to stop looking at it. You won't be able to go to sleep. Um, so I'd love to know, because I see here that Zebra Labs, they have uh, totem NF- something that's called totem NFTs and um, different types of NFTs. What would you say are, other than the assembly instructions where you're building stuff with with people, what are the other kind of utilities of these NFTs? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, listen, just to give you a quick walkthrough on, you know, what's the difference between totem NFT versus the toy NFT, right? So the totem NFT are the building blocks, right? So these are the pieces you are collecting. And the toy NFT are what's getting assembled from the totem, right? So, you know, if we think about uh, a, a piece like a sphere or a cube, then that's uh, that's a totem NFT. Uh, that's an NFT that, you know, each of us as a uh, NFT owner, we are collecting. And the toy NFT are getting assembled by totem so in that uh, in if you look at some of the cases on our um twitter account then you you find some different robots as assembled from the uh, totem nft and that's the toy nft right so um um uh, so the uh, the utility value other than the assembly instruction that i previously mentioned we have introduced a concept called a zebra club 
right? So, because with um, with whatever we have, um, whatever content we have developed so far, including you know uh, short films, music videos, um, some interactive or in gaming experiences, virtual concerts. Um, so uh, we want uh, we want our NFT owners to become members of this Zebra Club. And uh, the members will have the benef- uh, membership benefits to enjoy premium access to our exclusive content, uh, all these virtual concerts with, uh, with our celebrities. Uh, we can go to charity events in partnership with Mexico and Charity Dog Year. And uh, also, uh, what's more interesting is that if you look into our first short, uh, short film production, we already included two toy NFTs. In our short film, and moving forward, we're gonna involve a lot more of the toys in our short film as well. So that means, you know, if you own a piece of the totem NFT, you have a chance to collect new toy NFTs along the journey, right? You have the chance to build your own toys along the journey, and also you have a chance to um, participate in um, uh, in building the future narrative for our future productions right so what we what we are essentially doing here is that say hey you know we are building nft itself as part of other stories on how you know this short film series will evolve and we want to pick uh, toys from our community to say hey we want this toy to play this role and we want this for example this rocket or spaceship to appear in our um, in our future productions as well. So this is also, I think, you know, a way to engage our community and also, you know, to feel not only a sense of ownership in the NFT, but also to um, to actively participating in new events and also um, build a direct link between, you know, what they own, the total NFT as their own IP versus, you know, the whole IP library and the whole universe that we are building through our, you know, Zebra Metaverse platform as well. Once again, Ryan, you're hitting me with that collaborative stuff. I like it. I like it. It's um, <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts of blockchain tech just in general is my, I think my first favorite part is that it's auditable, right? So it's really hard for people to lie um, about what they're doing. And then second is that with especially with the NFT and metaverse stuff that's coming out where it's like, oh, you, you can just put some input in there. And as long as you have enough tokens or as long as you follow the correct instructions, it's pretty much guaranteed that it's going to be in there. And that's not really that's not really happened before in human history other than during charity events where pretty much everyone is allowed to participate, like when people have made songs with thousands of voices or quilts with millions of patches or things like that. And it's just such a super interesting digital way for to be to feel like you're a part of something, right? Everybody wants meaning and, and purpose in their life. And if you can have fun while doing it, then that is really just kind of the icing in the cake. Exactly. It really is just uh, just just a superb collaboration. Cindy, I wanted to know your thoughts on this, on the collaborative aspect of the NFTs metaverse that Zebra Labs is is going forward. Surely this is why Maxity wanted them on their platform, no? Yeah, correct. And also Maxity were planning to build our like, you know, charity metaverse as well for um all the charity to own their land in the metaverse and then um people can you know volunteer to earn so this is one of our model 
Whoa, interesting. So you're talking about digital volunteering. Could you speak on that for a yeah. second? That isn't that's fascinating concept I've never heard of. Okay, so um basically for this idea is we will as what um you know Natasha mentioned, we already have seven one charity on board with us. Um for us we're not aiming just to build like an NFT marketplace for our charity. We actually want to do more for our charity. So um in terms of metaverse, there will be like, you know, um a metaverse place for different charity to own their lands and all the users can be, you know, doing different volunteer stuff to earn um, like a token in the metaverse um, sector, um, in, in this metaverse. And like people can literally, you know, um, do volunteer stuff in like a metaverse as well. Interesting. You know, Cindy, yeah. I was mm-hmm. a volunteer once at my local library and it was not in the metaverse. So if I could have been All a right. virtual librarian <laughs> in a in a virtual <laughs> metaverse, um, I could have still had a lot of fun, right? Because there's all sorts of digital media now. That was kind of a joke, but then I actually made it real. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, I'll have to think about that. Somebody work on the yeah. virtual library idea. Um, I guess that's Google. Okay, well, I've, I'm answering my own <laughs> questions here. But uh, yeah. but yeah, that's that's such an interesting concept, Cindy, because you. <laughs> You know, I always kind of think not to get too philosophical here, right? You cannot have a lot of money. You cannot have a lot of status. You cannot have a lot of things in life, but you can always help somebody else, right? That is something that can make you rich and that you can give to other people. And if you can do it virtually so that you're not restricted by geography or politics or anything else like that, then what a great, you know, what a great world. What a great concept. Yeah. Huh. I've never thought of that before. Okay. We won't dwell on that too much. Otherwise, we'll be here for many, many hours. I wanted to get through a couple of more questions um, for Ryan on Zebra Labs. And then everybody on the call from Ryan to Cindy to Natasha, we're going to try and take some questions to fill up the the rest of the time, some audio questions. And I'll lay down the rules for that, and I will try to moderate as best as I can. So, Ryan... Moving back to you real quick, Zebra Labs, this ambitious project, this cool, collaborative, playful project um, has the Lego aspect to it, has the collaborative aspect where people can input their ideas for script, film, um, all the sort of things that you also expect from the metaverse too, like digital concerts or you know being able to, like you said, dance even if you're not a uh, even if you're not a dancer in real life. Surely mm-hmm. you have a a quite a crazy roadmap for this project. We would all be interested in hearing what is the future roadmap for Zebra Labs? What does it look like? I guess oh it's so hard to put a time frame on these things. Let's let's make this fun. What does it look like one year down the road? And what does it look like five years down the road? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Nathan. Um, and uh, that's actually a really good question, right? Because, you know, one, um, it's never easy to deliver um, um, any of the um, uh, features that we have planned, uh, we have planned out, including, you know, the assembly feature, or the, um, the, the short films, or the virtual concerts in a quality manner, right? So, you know, if we just want to do a virtual concert, we can probably do that tomorrow. But if we want to deliver a very high quality um, 
on the PGC, best in the industry level, that takes time, right? So, you know, that's something that uh, we've been putting a lot of resource to make sure that, you know, we are doing the right thing and, um, um, uh, and you know, the quality of our production can, that's something that can represent the quality of our brand as well. And um, also, you know, the other thing is that, you um, um, uh, we only we are only interested in doing things that nobody ever, nobody else have ever done, right? And that's why we want to come up with all this unique concept to build the connection between our NFT collection and the 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 short film we are producing. And also, you know, we come up with all these features in the assembly instruction process to make sure, you know, um, it's it's a unique, um, uh, playful and social way on how you can engage with your com- with your community, right? So um, what we try to do down the road, um, one, we want to deliver all these features and all this, um, all this content that we have promised, right? So that means more short film productions, more virtual concert, more virtual event. And most importantly, we want to release a schedule for the assembly instructions so that, you know, the, uh, our community are able to participate in new assembly instructions on a monthly basis, right? So we want to fulfill that. And down the road, uh, you know, in the longer term, what we are trying to do is really to connect these dots, right? You know, connect our short films with the virtual concerts and and maybe connect the virtual concerts with a uh, charity event that in partnership with uh, Max City and Charity Doll, right? Um, and, uh, you know, build that uh, link together. So I would say, you know, to answer, Nathan, to answer your, um, the last part of the question, what, what is going to look like in one year versus five year? So I think, uh, you, you know, in one year, we will see um, uh, 10 to 12 assembly instructions released and, you know, our um, our community are able to have a few, uh, a handful of, you know, robot toys and uh, maybe cats, dogs or different spaceships uh, in their hands, right, as a toy NFTs, in addition to their original totem NFT piece, right? Um, and also we should be able to see, you know, a two to three new short films and at least one virtual concert and virtual event um, from um, that's produced by us firsthand, right? And in five years, I think, uh, you know, we're going to focus on the building out the ecosystem of uh, the Zebra Metaverse here. So through the content, the virtual events, the NFT collections, um, we these are some of the um, some of the foundations for our Zebra Metaverse, right? So in five years, we want to make the entire Zebra Metaverse a little bit more interactive and have more interoperability with some other ecosystem as well, right? And we w- we also want to do you know more uh, collaborative projects with some other promising projects, right? So that we can uh, bring the awareness to the other communities and also you know we can add the value especially from the value of high quality content uh, high quality content and ips to the other different metaverse as well because you know uh, right now everyone is a platform so um, we need to bring high quality content and high quality ip to different platforms so that you know um uh the um whoever is on those platforms have 
uh, have enough interesting content and interesting uh, things to do in those uh, different type of uh, metaverse as well. So I would say, you know, in a nutshell, in one year and in five years, that's our plan. Yeah, and it, it's interesting that you mentioned how your metaverse right now is it's, its own separate platform because all the metaverses are like that. It's almost like choosing between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And I have to believe that at some point the metaverses will become interoperable just like the digital currency blockchains are kind of interoperable right now and you can swap in and out of them. But you do have something that's kind of – uh, giving you an edge here, and it's something that we neglected to talk about real quick before we go to some questions, and that is that your NFTs are created by a famous art director. Could you maybe go more on that and how really Zebra Labs kind of has the the edge here? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, so um, the um, the famous art director, his name is Vlad Bina. Um, and he is one of our co-founder, and he is currently working as a chief creative officer for Zebra Labs. Um, so you know he started his career um, in the VFX team for the Matrix series like 20 years ago, right? Oh. And uh, most recently, he has been working either as the art director or the VFX supervisor for some of the uh, top Hollywood productions. Um, so, you know, to just give you a few, uh, titles here, um, titles like the Mandalorian, he, he was working as a VFS director. He's working as an art director for Man of Steel, Guardian of Galaxy, um, and a few other titles as well. So, you know, um, we, well, one thing of working with celebrities is that they really, really care and they are really sensitive about the quality of the production, right? Because, you know, they want to associate their names with the best quality in the industry. So in order to secure our relationship and in order to deliver whatever we promise to our celebrity um, um, in a good manner, we also need to do whatever we can to make sure that, you know, the our production quality is on par with uh, the best in the industry, right? So I think, you know, that's uh, that's why we have someone like Vlad to help us to, you know, navigate on the, uh, on the production side, on the content side, and to make sure that, you know, we are working with the best production team, we are working with the best artist, we are working with the best producer and director in each of our content piece from here. Sure, and, and that makes complete sense, especially if these NFTs are film-based. It would make sense mm-hmm. to work with somebody who has experience in that industry. And as you said in the previous response that you gave me, you're only interested in doing things that have never been done before. So I'm willing to bet that this is Vlad's fa- uh, first NFT project, probably, uh, just because mm-hmm. NFTs are so new that it's it, mm-hmm. it's most, right. most people's first NFT projects in these last couple mm-hmm. of years. But um, right. it's it's that's definitely a positive direction to head in. And like you said, if you're obsessed with quality, like a celebrity mm-hmm. that would want to collaborate, this would be you'd you'd want these brand names. Um, I see mm-hmm. here down in some of my notes. You know, like you said, the the movies, the movies that you referenced. It's we're talking about Disney, Marvel, 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers, household names, stuff that is not um, no shade to independent movie studios. I love those too, but they just simply don't have the recognition. Um, that some of these major brands do for high quality stuff. 
um, especially especially for 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 mainstream celebrities. So that all makes mm-hmm. sense to me. It really does. Everybody, um, unless we, well, I'll ask you one final question, Ryan. Is there anything that we haven't covered with Zebra Labs before we try and take some questions here? Well, I think um, um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I just want to uh, let the community know that uh, we have some whitelist um, going on, uh, ongoing uh, in our within our community. So, if any of you are interested in our project uh, and want to become, you know, part of the community and part of our Zebra family, please follow us on uh, Twitter and join our Discord. Um, and uh, you know, um, we are constantly launching new partnerships and we are con- constantly making new announcements. So, stay tuned and um, you know, uh, let's. Uh, uh, let's work out the, um, uh, a more interesting future of the metaverse. Yes, and thank you so much for reminding me of that, of Ryan, because while we were all talking, I looked up everybody's Twitter account, and I made sure that I had what we were giving away here um, together. So I just want to remind everybody that's listening, we're giving away 6,000 tokens from Maxity, and we're doing 20 whitelists from ZebraLab, which now that you've heard all about ZebraLab, why wouldn't you want to be on that list, right? And it looks like Anton is chomping at the bit to ask a question. So let's try and add Anton. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Sure. Hey, Anton, who are you uh, ask, Who are you asking a question to? I would like to ask to uh, for Nathan. I think uh, for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is the question? I would like to talk talk about uh, NFT technology. Sure. Uh, so, so many uh, so many uh, investors care about price, uh, the floor price, but. If we're talking about NFT, it's not uh, just about the price, but uh, we know so many investors care about uh, the floor price. What do you think? Which one uh, the important we should uh, choose? Uh, well, you know, I'm actually going to get Ryan to also put in his comment on here, but my whole thing with NFTs is if you only care about the floor price and it's only an investment, then it's the same as any other investment decision, right? You're going to only want to spend money that you don't need for other stuff. You're going to want to do your research and then you're going to want to hold for the long term. That's just basic kind of financial education of, of how investments work. For something like this, where you're helping to build a universe, collaborate, build stuff with other people, um, the floor price is a little bit irrelevant to me, especially since it's also on a charity platform and you're kind of donating that money. Ryan, Ryan may be able to expand a little bit more on this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, thanks, Nathan. So, you know, when we are designing our NFT collections, um, we actually, you know, um, we have we actually haven't um, uh, talked too much about our uh, floor price and, uh, you know, um, what we can do with a floor price. Um, so we believe that, you know, um, the uh, the road ahead for both NFT and the metaverse 
wasn't built in one day or even one year, right? It's, it's, we are talking about the next, you know, 10, 20 or even longer years to really, you know, for, for us as a humanity to really get to where, uh, where we think the metaverse will be in the future, right? So we are definitely in this, uh, for long term. And, uh, we think, uh, you know, um, short term, there are definitely a lot of market volatility and a lot of speculation that could, um, that could drive the floor price up and down. But in the long term, it always go back to the fundamentals, right? Always go back to, um, you know, what you are building, what's your product, what's your community, and uh, um, and, and whether people like um, uh, like this uh, this product not or not. Um, so that's why we uh, we want to focus less on the, you know, on the uh, um, price management side, and but focus more on you know building out the content, building out the platform, building out the community, and building out the mechanics that can help with our fundamentals. That's one thing. The other thing I like to mention quickly is that uh, since owning a totem NFT means that you can participate in different assembly instructions, um, and also the participation process is by staking your totem NFT, right? So currently for the first assembly instruction, we are planning for the totem owners to stake their um, NFT for about three weeks to get the uh, to get a chance to get the airdrop of the new toy assemblies, right? The toy NFTs. Um, so that means, you know, um, uh, if uh, going forward, if people pr- put a price tag on this toy NFT, that means you know owning a NFT, owning a totem NFT will grant you the power to uh, uh, to generate new toy NFT, which you know which means to generate almost a a a, a new asset, uh, a, a series of new assets from here, right? So I think that's also a way on how we incentivize our early owners and early holders and also, you know, to provide long-sustaining value um, in, in the format of NFTs, right? And um, that hopefully that could um, be something that um, in a um, uh, that that could help our um, price in a healthy way as well. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree with Ryan more there. So I hope that that answered your question, Anton. Uh, to wrap it up, it's it's kind of whether Bitcoin's worth one penny, whether it's worth a million dollars. Are you using it as a value transfer technology? Because otherwise, you know, I I, I would just think that you're using it. It wrong and in the same way you can do it with nfts but as i as i said before if an nft's utility is that it's just digital art it should be very pretty to look at you shouldn't want to look away from it so it's all about do you believe in the project do you do you want to use it um do you think it will have a value beyond a monetary sense because then otherwise it just goes back to financial education and, and making your investments and you don't have to get too complex on that i actually would would recommend against getting too complex on that so I hope that that has answered your question, Anton, so that we can uh, move on to somebody else. Has it? Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank sure. you very much. Sure, of course. Thank you. Nathan, maybe if I can just comment on that as well. Absolutely. Um, that's exactly what we say to anyone who's interested in um, Charity DAO or other charities on Max City's uh, platform, NFTs. 
Um, it is possible that they can increase in value, um, but we really want people to be interested and support the project and the grassroots organization and the kind of cause that they are um, promoting and kind of have that as the basic kind of um, the, the way to the way to think about buying the NFTs on Maxity, but in general, anyway, as you've just mentioned, and absolutely there's a chance that they can increase in value, but it really should be something that you are wanting to buy regardless. Um, and I mean, you even have things like token frames now where you can display digital art um, on an actual physical frame in your home. Um, so that's really kind of the narrative that we have with our users as well. Yeah. Sure. Yes, yes. The, the value added is literally just a value added added benefit, right? It's almost analogous to, um, you know, if, if you believe in a cause and you want to volunteer, you could meet potential friends, you could meet your potential wife or husband someplace, that would be a value added benefit. But the, the, the core thing is you want to, you believed in a cause or you wanted to do something purposeful. And so I, some, I treat the types of digital assets just like these, uh, specifically the same. So, right. Crypto Earner 5, we will let you speak. You will be the second speaker, and then unfortunately we're going to have to stop at the third speaker, okay? So Crypto Earner 5, I'm going to let you ask one question, either to Ryan, Cindy, or Natasha, and then we're going to move on to the last speaker simply in the interest of time. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Hello. Hello, yes. Um, okay. Um, my question is um... – I want to ask, um, in the next five years, um, what are you looking forward to achieve? Uh, okay. Sure, yeah. And who are you asking that to? Yeah, I'm asking um, Maxity. Okay, Maxity. Okay, cool. A question for Cindy. Cindy, in the next five years, what are you looking to achieve? Okay. Um, in the next five years, so as we mentioned, you know, during the conversation, um, so right now we're doing lots of collaborations with different projects, and also um, we announced a partnership with Charity Dow and Artist Dow before, um, and this will be our one year target that we, you know, just build our community a bit stronger and stronger and stronger. In the five years time, I can see Maxity going to be, you know, having an NFT platform also whilst we're entering entering the um, metaverse. Um, the world yeah the metaverse world and and it just you know like maxity aimed to become like you know the the charity and the marketplace for all the charity around the world so this is how i see maxity as a project in the future within five years we'll have our our you know metaverse world ready um we'll collaborate with so many different projects and artists and charities so it would be like a main hub for everything together. I like that. I, I was about to say, yeah. Cindy, do, do you think about it as like you want to be the open sea of charitable organizations? Is that a good way to put it? Yes. Wow. Oh, that's very but ambitious. We, we're going to do – yeah, but we're going to do <laughs> more than what open sea can offer it. Sorry. Sure. No, I, th I think he was just agreeing. He said, yes, it's very ambitious. And uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's good to have goals okay. to work towards. Okay. Thank you so much, Crypto Earner 5. I really appreciate that question. We will move on to the last speaker here, which will be – oh, gosh. It's always so hard to choose, isn't it? Vera DeFi, let's try you. Nope, it looks like she's shy. Well, if you want to ask a question, just raise your hand real quick, and you would be the last one. Otherwise, I'm going to have to wrap up our cool Twitter spaces here with – 
Ryan from Zebra Labs, Cindy from Maxity, and Natasha from Charity Dow. So please raise your hand or forever hold your peace. Okay, I want to ask a question about Charity Dow's. So how can the, the users or donors make sure that the money they donate to your organizations is go to the right place and use to the right people? Thank you. That's a really, really good question. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, Charity does a separate entity uh, for Maxity, but we do collaborate um, very uh, closely together. And all the um, charities and the NGOs on the Maxity platform, of course, Charity does one of them, um, go through a verification process. So there are um, a set uh, there are set requirements um, that have to be filled for each charity that is on um, the Maxity platform. And this is how you know as a user, as a donor, um, that any NFT that you buy on Maxity is uh, has gone through is produced by a charity that has gone through a verification uh, process. So uh, Cindy mentioned the the goal of being the uh, OpenSea for charities um, within five years is absolutely um, the ambition. Um, but the difference, well, one of the big um, advantages of Maxity then would be um, that you're not going to get any uh, uh, any plagiarism, any uh, kind of scam NFTs, anything like that on Maxity because each charity has been verified. Um, there's been a due diligence process that has gone has 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 been um, ha, has been carried out on each of those NGOs. Um, so we have a set uh, set amount of requirements that they all have to um, fulfill, and that is also kind of the you know the added value of of Maxity, um, where users are able to kind of trust the NFT that they're buying. Does that answer your question, Vera DeFi? Yes, thank you. Perfect, perfect. All right, thank you so much for asking a great question as our last speaker. I'm going to ask real quick, Cindy, Natasha, Ryan, do you have any closing remarks or closing words that you want to tell people before I um, I tell everybody goodbye and plug your Twitters once again and do the, uh, do the contest? Yeah, I think uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. So um, yes, please follow all the socials for um, Zebra Lax, Max City, and Charity Doll. And um, uh, I think you know um, we um, we what we are trying to do something is very um, meaningful and very impactful. And uh, would love to have all of you on this journey with us. Excellent, excellent, Cindy. Any closing words? Yeah, pretty much the same. Um, just thanks everybody, you know, um, who joined the call today, friends Ryan, um, friends um, Nathan and Natasha, and um, anyone who wants to know more about Maxi, please do drop us a message on our Twitter account. We'll get back to you ASAP. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Natasha, any closing words? I won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. No worries. No worries. I'd, lo- I'd love to keep going on these for three, four hours, but uh, then I would be, I would be, they'd fire me from Bitmart. Let's just be real about it. Okay. I have other, I have other work that I need to do. I unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I love these calls. So everybody who's just joining me, don't worry. I'm going to archive this call. I'm going to put it on the podcast stream. You'll be able to listen to the entire conversation and figure all about what is Zebra Labs NFTs doing. What is Maxity doing? What is Charity Dow all about? You'll be able to hear the lovely voices of Cindy, Natasha, and Ryan. 
And so for our closing remarks here, if you're just tuning in, remember that you can win 6,000 tokens from Maxity and get a 20 whitelist from Zebra Labs NFT. And all you have to do in order to do that is go to our Twitter account, which is at BitMartExchange, retweet the Twitter Spaces link where you found this, tag three friends, and then you're going to have to go follow Zebra Labs NFT, which is at Zebra Labs NFT. You're going to have to go follow Maxity, which is at Maxity underscore IO. And you're going to have to go follow Charity Dow, which is at Charity Dow underscore. I have been Nathan from Bitmart. This has been a wonderfully fun call. And I'm going to say goodbye and good luck to everybody out <laughs> there in crypto land. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hello to everybody out there in crypto land. Did you enjoy that conversation? I know that I did. It's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects, NFTs, and what is going on in this very unique industry. But now we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way, all right? It's just the way that it is. So I wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of Bitmark. Bitmart does not guarantee the accuracy, applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. Bitmart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.